Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. Something in my gut told me, like, you need to go through his phone. He was sleeping with at least five other girls. I reached out to her on Facebook, and she messaged me back, and she said, hey, but I'm actually... What? Can't even make this stuff up. I always love to have my Chris Harrison moment and let you know what the most dramatic or new thing about this episode is. And for this one, it's the first time I've ever straight up screamed in an interview. I did not see the plot twist that came in this story. So, of course, you know it makes for a good episode. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown. If you love this podcast, I always appreciate it when you leave us a positive review wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, if there's someone you've always been curious about, like if you've been following someone on Instagram, you've always wondered about their breakup, submit it. There's a submission form in this episode description. You can also submit your own breakup if you have a really good story. Also, if you like following your podcast on social media, we have an Instagram. The handle is at Breakup Breakdown Podcast. And last thing, if there's a certain part of the interview you want to jump to, I've got timestamps in the episode description. Hey, Heartbreakers, welcome back to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown. I'm here with coworker Justin. Yeah. How you feeling? Feeling coworker Justin? I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I am not feeling good right now. I'm good. It's post holiday. We are working hard, getting the breakup stories out there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're ready to break into another another story. Okay. So just a quick heads up: this week we're actually supporting the Tennessee Coalition to End Domestic Violence. It's based in Nashville. If you know, if you've been listening, you know I'm a huge fan of the city. I've got a bunch of friends from there. If you'd like to send your support or your time, I've got a link to all those resources in the episode description. Are you going to Nashville for Taylor's? Yes. I'm one of the 2% that got Nashville (laughs) tickets. Yeah. Very excited. Floor seats, baby. You see the story of the guy that thought he was buying tickets for something else and accidentally bought like front row Taylor Swift tickets? (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that. You know how long I was in that line for? Right. Good six hours. But also that guy just made a lot of money if he doesn't want to go see Taylor Swift. Did he he sell them? I would imagine you could. I know. I want to be a good Swifty and just go because I've never seen her live. But there is a a small evil part of me that's like, I could pay for a house. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much. Because I got really good it's like a whole down payment. Yeah, I know. I got really great seats. So anyway, you you can catch me in Nashville cheering on T Swifty next you summer. Can, uh, you can uh, live stream a Taylor Swift concert from your new house. <laughs> well, yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> anyway, so I'm re-entering my get tagged in breakup videos on TikTok era. Okay, okay, <laughs> breakup is, TikToks. It's fun. There's a couple of sounds where people are like exposing either how they've gotten like betrayed okay. or they're, I can't remember what the sound is, but they're basically just being like, "Oh, January me? Did he propose?" And then they'll be like, "November me." Uh, this is me on my fitness journey. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, of course, it's kind of like people getting invested in these like cliffhanger type stories, which is perfect for the breakup <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. So you can expect a lot of those on season three when we wrap up in the next couple of weeks. I've already done some pre-interviews that I'm recording this week. Dude, every time I think we can't get wilder stories, <laughs> the internet just proves me wrong. Well, and that's what I was thinking like in my head. I was like, as you're doing these interviews, obviously because you're like placing when these episodes happen, you're like, well, this one's good. I have a bunch still saved that I intended to put out for this season and I've gotten some emails that are like, when is it coming out? And I was like, I don't know. I love your story. 
story, but I want to place it in between this one and mm-hmm. I can't put that one out. So it's like this whole thing. Yeah. Just to give you an inside look on my thought process. So <laughs> if you're listening and I haven't posted your episode, it's not because it wasn't good. It's just shifting things around. It's not placing correctly just yet. Just placing them. Okay, so anyway, back to me getting tagged into videos on TikTok. I got tagged in this chick's video. TikTok will send me straight to the comments. So I'll mm-hmm. see like where I got tagged and then I'll see what everyone else is saying about it. <laughs> so a lot of times the first thing I see about the story is the comments. I get tagged and the comments say, well, that escalated quickly. Mm. Whenever I hear stories like this, I'm always curious what the guy looks like and how they have so much free time. <laughs> oh boy. When you think about it, you're actually so lucky. Can you do an ex-boyfriend reveal so we know who to avoid? We need like a wanted sign. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need to do. Is that should be your episode premieres, like wanted, <laughs> and like what they did, their crimes. And then finally, uh, we need a story time. So I end up actually watching the video. And so before even listening to this, I can kind of figure out that this is a cheating story. And I'm always hesitant to immediately get invested because like we said, like I try to keep variety. I try to like switch up the types of stories I put out. And it's this girl talking about how she'd been single for seven years, finally connected with this guy. They date for six months. Everything's great. The commitment's there. And then she decided to look through his phone because of a gut feeling and finds that there are videos of him sleeping with other women, texts with other girls. Videos? Yes. Mm. Sparsy videos. And at first she's like, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to reach out to girl number one because I was already kind of suspicious about things with her. So let me at least make sure she knows she's not the only one sleeping with this guy. She messages her and the girl is like, oh my gosh, and drops a huge bombshell confession on her about his relationship with her, the other woman. Okay. Or, you know, yeah. the other woman, quote unquote. <laughs> what of the other ones? What of the other woman. And she's like, well, damn, now I need to talk to the other woman, make sure they also know what's going on after this huge bombshell confession. Mm. So she messages girl number two and she drops an even bigger bombshell on her. And it's time to confront the guy because at this point she's like, okay, now I have two this life changing announcements from these two women and I'm just going to put this out there. Neither of the confessions were about him being married to either of them. Do, 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 do. <laughs> we don't know. Now I have to ask, what is your thoughts on someone going through another person's phone? So that was my first thought was like, ooh, that's a no, no. Like, Don't go through the phone. But also I don't hide anything from Nicole. Mm-hmm. But when she has my phone, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, but when she has my phone, I'm always a little bit like, <laughs> I feel like the, why are you on there? I feel the same way. Even with my yeah. friends, it's not that I don't want them on my phone. I like have nothing to hide, but like right. what's in my notes app? I don't remember. Right. Yeah. I don't do anything that would piss her off. Well, yeah. I do a lot of things that piss her off, but I don't do things that are like that bad. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah, it's not my text messages that freak me out. It's actually probably my Google searches. Because sometimes <laughs> I'll open up like my Safari tab and I'll go, why did I search this? What was I searching? <laughs> uh, my last search, actually, you'd, you'd find this funny. It was something along the lines of, is portobello mushroom good for you? It's <laughs> some weird Joe Rogan clip. I don't know. I was like curious. So the million dollar question, are portobello mushrooms bad for you? It was too much reading, so I gave up. <laughs> Classic. Now that we've just gone on a huge tangent about portobello here. mushrooms <laughs> and Joe Rogan, let's break down this week's breakup. So we met on a dating app. We went on a few dates. He just had a really good personality and I really liked him. He also was one of those guys where you go with him and you just have fun no matter what you're doing. He had a boat, so we'd go out on the boat and we'd go out to the movies and stuff. We just did fun stuff together. He always wanted to do some sort of adventure, Mm -hmm. which is really what I wanted because the guy that I was with previously before him never wanted to do anything but sit on his couch. So that's kind of the biggest thing that drew me into him was just that we always had so much fun together no matter what we were doing. We love a man with a boat. Thinking from (laughs) someone who lives in like a beach-ish town, like me and my friends were always like, we'd be swiping on dating apps like, we need to find a man with a boat. Like, we'll have a good (laughs) Anybody can relate to, you know, just enjoying being around somebody and being like, this is just someone that makes my life better. But we're here on the break it breakdown. So things obviously took a little bit of a turn. What were some of the things you started to notice that maybe led to this sort of falling apart? So we would make plans and then a couple of hours before the plans, like we would have these plans for days in advance and a couple hours before the plans, he would cancel on me. And a lot of the times he would say that he was with his family or he was going to go hang out with his 
mom or do something else. And then he would say that he was going to his family's lake house and wouldn't have service for days on end. I mean, we live in a city, so it's not like his family's lake house is in the middle of nowhere. It's in the city. So that was another red flag. But honestly, just him, he would cancel on me all the time. And we would go a couple of weeks without seeing each other. And then he would just ignore my texts. He wouldn't text me back for hours and say that he was busy at work or doing something. And it's like, um, it's one in the morning. You're supposed to get off at eight o'clock. Those are the biggest things. Yes. A little bit of a flake and also maybe bending the truth a bit. What was the first inciting event where you're like, okay, I feel like this is the beginning of the end. So we went on a vacation to Florida for 10 days. He met my whole family. Everything was good. We stayed in a condo together on the beach. We had like the best time ever. We got back from the beach and I didn't see him for almost two weeks. So I texted him just to figure out like, hey, like what's going on? And so we made plans and he told me the morning of our plans that he had to go hang out with his mom. So I ended up going over to his house later that night and we were just talking and he was like, yeah, my mom is coming in town next week. And I was like, you were just with your mom supposedly today. So I stayed at his house that night and I saw on his phone, his phone was ringing because he was asleep in the bed and he always leaves his phone somewhere else because he passed out drunk in the bed. So his phone was ringing and I was trying to sleep. And so I went and looked at it and it was a girl calling him. I was like, what the hell? So I found her on Facebook and it's the same girl. She was like always liking and commenting on his stuff. He's like, oh, it's just a girl I work with. Like there's nothing there, blah, blah, blah. And she had a kid and is older. And I was just like, okay, like I don't have to worry about this. It's really just one of his friends. Yeah, wrong. I saw that and I just brushed it off because he told me, he said, it's nothing. This girl is just, like I said earlier, a girl that I work with. So I brushed it off. Another night I was at his house when I found out about everything. That same girl is the girl who I reached out to initially on Facebook that confirmed like they were sleeping together. How did they end up hooking up? Was this just like a friend? What's the deal? I don't know. So he works at Costco. Not, no, there's nothing wrong with working at Costco, but everybody has commented on my TikTok video that this man must have made so much money and was 6'4". And I'm like, no, he was 5'7". And he worked at Costco. Okay, people. I really liked him for his personality. And also, those free samples. And the free samples. He was also, he was good looking. Don't get me wrong. And we had fun together, but I don't know. I guess they just worked together at Costco and they started hooking up. But she is the same girl who told me that she had an STI. I messaged her when I went through his phone because I just decided to go through his phone because I, I just, something in my gut told me like, you need to go through his phone because mm -hmm. I was very trusting of him, which I shouldn't have been clearly, but it's fine. So I went through his phone and I saw that she was messaging him. So I messaged her on Facebook. I said, hey, I said, hey, I've been seeing this guy. I saw your name um, come up on his phone. I was wondering, have you guys been sleeping together? And he had canceled on me the night before. She said, yeah, I actually just hung out with him last night. And he had canceled on me because he was sleeping with that girl, not hanging out with his mom, like he said. So she messaged me. And honestly, I appreciate her so much. She did not have to tell me that she has an STI. She told me, she said, hey, just so you know, he knows that I have this STI. She never told me what it was. I'm assuming it was herpes. I don't know. And she said, you know, we haven't used protection and he's aware that I have this. And I said, you have got to be kidding me. I went and got tested multiple times because everybody's been commenting on my TikTok to make sure I get tested like six months apart or whatever. And I have and everything's fine. So I decided to confront him that morning. I found all this out at like one in the morning and he's asleep in his bed. I couldn't get him to wake up because he had been drinking and he just like would not wake up. So I laid on this man's couch until nine in the morning and when he woke up for work to confront him. And you know what he did when I asked him? What, he, what did he do? He laughed. He literally laughed. And he said, <laughs> he said, that girl is crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I said, yeah, this random girl who I've never talked to in my life is going to tell me that she has an STI and that you've been sleeping with her. Like no girl is 
going to just say that. So then I had reached out to another one of the girls just to, I had reached out to her that same night, but she hadn't gotten back to me. I reached out to her on Facebook and I said, Hey, the same spiel. Like I've been seeing this guy, blah, blah, blah. And she messaged me back and she said, Hey, I've actually seen all your all's pictures together from when you're on vacation. He was texting me the whole time you guys were on vacation and saying he was on a family vacation and that he didn't have service. But she saw all my pictures on Facebook with him. And she said, I was going to message you, blah, blah, blah. She said, I'm actually uh, six weeks pregnant with his child. What? <laughs> I literally can't even make this stuff up. She said, I'm six weeks pregnant with this child. In that timeline, that means that he got her pregnant one week before we went on vacation that we had been planning for months. No. <laughs> yes. I literally cannot make this stuff up. So he so she told me that and she said, he doesn't know that I'm pregnant. I haven't told him yet. And I was like, whoa, this girl is telling me she's pregnant. She hasn't even told him that she's pregnant. I cannot handle this. Like what is happening? She's already a single mom. He's not going to take care of a kid. I mean, no, the lifestyle that he lives, he will not take care of a kid. Can you I, imagine that gender reveal? Just like, oh, telling my boyfriend's girlfriend that I'm pregnant with his child. Like that, that would break the internet. <laughs> I know. Everybody I've, I've told this story to, they're like, what? I mean, he was sleeping with the girls that I saw on his phone and he had deleted messages and stuff. So who knows how many, but there he was sleeping with at least five other girls, not including me. Well, thank gosh, like you were okay health wise. Good on her for being upfront about the STI. Some of these can be extremely, extremely detrimental to your health. And also just for any partner you have moving forward, like it puts them at risk too. We've had discussions about this on my podcast and like something like herpes can be managed and it's becoming more like the stigma's getting broken, but like it's still not something you want to have and not something right. it's important to know what's going on with your partner's sexual health too. So you at least have the option to say, right. okay, and that's, that's why I was so mad at him because I had asked him multiple times. I said, are you sleeping with other people? No, I'm not sleeping with other people. Why would I be sleeping with other people? I would never do that to you. Blah, blah, blah. And so then when I confronted him that morning about that girl having that STI and telling me, I said, why would you put me at risk? And he laughed and he said, I haven't put you at risk for anything. I said, I have the messages right here. She's literally telling me that you guys hooked up last night and that she has an STI. And I said, we would have hooked up last night if you hadn't passed out in your bed. And I would have never known. It's just so irresponsible. And one of his family members is uh, OBGYN. Well, at the very least, she could have treated you had, had something actually gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, thank God I'm fine. But I literally like had a stroke when you told me about the pregnancy. I got lost in my train of thought. But I want to know when you found that out, did you immediately confront him or did you keep it to yourself for a little bit? No, I kept it to myself because I wasn't going to confront him because it's not it's not my place. But because that girl, if that girl would have told him, hey, I'm pregnant, but it is not my place. And we were not in a good spot there anyway. So I, I felt like it wasn't my place to be like, hey, this you got this girl pregnant. Like, good on you. I did text him later. So that girl started texting me and trying to be friendly with me. And I was like, no, this is weird. Like, this is too much. So she texted me and she's like, I'm, I told I told him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. So I I also left my wallet at his house or I thought I had left my wallet at his house. And so I had to unfortunately text him and he wouldn't text me back. And so I kind of went to a rage text mode and I said, I think it's so funny that you got this girl pregnant. Like, this is the ultimate karma. Just so you know, she's telling me everything and I think it's great. And so then he had texted the baby mama that he got pregnant and he had said, please stop communicating with because she's eating this all up. <laughs> and she had sent me the screenshot of him saying that. So um, it was messy. It's okay. I survived somehow. <laughs> That's seriously so funny. She's eating this shit up. Can you like just keep all this information to yourself? As she screenshots me that exact message. Wait, so was that it? Like you rage texted him, but did you get your wallet back? I saw my wallet was never there. Thank God. It was in, oh, it was in okay. my truck. I couldn't find it, but I was able to find it. So you rage texted him all of this and then that was the end. You were just like, okay, good riddance. Goodbye. Yeah, he ended up texting me about, he texted me about a month ago and he apologized for everything 
I didn't text him back. I don't want anything to do with that. You know what? At the very least, most of the people I talk to never get apologies or they just get a bunch of excuses and like a weak apology. At the very least, you know, he said he was sorry. Yeah, I'll give him that. I mean, it takes a lot. To, and he was accountable. I mean, he apologized. He actually told me, he said, I don't think I'll ever be able to commit to anyone. But I was thinking, I didn't say it. I was like, well, it would have been nice to know that mm, about six months ago because I literally just wasted six months with you thinking that you wanted to be in a relationship because that's what you told me the whole time. Well, let's hope at the very least he can commit to his child. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, good luck to her. I hope she's not expecting a relationship out of him because that's definitely not going to happen. Yeah. Can you tell what's happening with them at all? No. So she ended up blocking me on everything, but she lives two hours away and he's not going to like move. I feel like he'll be there for the kid, but he's not going to be there for the baby mama. That's awful. Yeah, I agree. The thing is a mess. I hope Costco has good benefits. I think they actually do have good benefits. That's like one of the good things about working there and the hot dogs, obviously. Um, Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the hot dogs. At the very least, he'll be able to buy in bulk and get some some diapers and mass <laughs> quantities. Yeah. But I mean, I want this to end up good for the child. I mean, it always breaks my heart when kids are born into really challenging situations like this. So we will be we'll be thinking about this yeah. kid for the next 18 years. Yeah, good luck. Oh, well, first of all, good on you for saying ta-ta when shit hit the fan. Was that easy for you to move on because you were basically like, this dude sucks? Okay, well, at first I was mad. And, you know, I went through all the stages. So I was mad and then I was sad and then I was okay with it. I struggled for a while, but then I my friends were like, you just need to make a TikTok. It's going to go viral. Just make a TikTok. So now, you know, what I started doing when I got sad and I started to miss him, I would just read my comments on my TikTok. That would make me feel so much better about everything because people out there are like, you dodged a bullet. But another person was like, you dodged an atomic bomb. Thank God you're not the one that's pregnant. It'd be so much worse. Like at least you found out and you weren't married. Like at least I found out in six months. And people, a lot of people have been saying you shouldn't have gone through his phone. And I'm not the type of person to go through someone's phone, but I just had such a bad gut feeling. And thank God I went through his phone because I trusted this man so much. I would have never in a million years. And he had videos on his phone, which I couldn't watch them. I just saw the thumbnail because I I was just disgusted. He had videos of him sleeping with other girls on his phone from when we were together. Were there any of you on there? No, no. So they were videos that were consented to. You could tell because the way that like the phone was set up and stuff, it wasn't, it wasn't videos where the girl didn't know that they were videoing him. But some of the girls that he was sleeping with in these videos, they looked like they were 20 or 30 years older than him. Yikes. You're right. I I am wondering if this man is like 6'4 and (laughs) and it's like gray. Five and wears cargo shorts. Those are my first red flags. <laughs> you should have known at the cargo shorts. Really, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Girl, you dodged both an STI and an accidental pregnancy. So clearly karma was in your favor. Yeah, someone's looking out for me for sure. Although I know you probably are going to be missing those, those Costco hot dogs. You'll never go into a Costco the same way again. <laughs> I know my mom My mom was like, I've given you a Costco membership. I said, that's all you. I'm not I'm yeah. not participating. We're a Sam's Club family. That's what we're going to transition Oh gosh. Good on you for being able to move forward from this really whack situation. I mean, do you approach dating differently now because of it? Yeah, I've actually been seeing a guy for a little while now who is um, 6'4". So, not that I care about height, but you his know, name is, is His name is Christian Gray. He wears <laughs> yeah. chubbies. <laughs> yeah, he does not wear cargo shorts. No, I think I'm a little bit more, I think I have a wall up for sure. It's hard for me to trust people now after this because I, I really trusted that guy 100%. Like zero idea. Because I had gone on some terrible dates too. And all my friends were really rooting for him too. They're like, this is a really good guy. You know, we all thought he literally had us all fooled. 
all of us. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring up the phone thing because every single, there's not been a single interview where the girlfriend goes through the phone, whoever it may be. And they always preface it. They're always like, I know I shouldn't have done it. I know it was such an awful thing to do. I'm like, listen, if you think some shady stuff is going on, like, I feel like you have a warrant to that man's phone. Like, I feel like it is the girl code warrant or guy code, whoever. If you think that something shady is going on and something is, to me, that's a free pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And like, I would have seriously had no idea. I mean, he had me so fooled. He had me fooled. All my friends fooled. My family fooled. Everyone. Do you have any words of wisdom, any advice for people who want to date future Costco employees? Uh, yeah, don't. Go Trust to- no one. Trust go no to- one at Costco. Just go flirt with the employees at Trader Joe's. They'd be more happy and <laughs> probably better at flirting too. Yeah, stick to Publix employees, maybe. I don't know. Shopping is a pleasure there, so. Tune in on Thursday to hear me, coworker Justin, and Lexi break down this week's episode and finally get to the bottom of things. Is it okay to ever look through your partner's phone? If you want your opinion heard, if you want to be a part of the episode, there are two ways you can get involved. If you're listening on Spotify, you can scroll down and just answer the simple poll, whether or not you think it's cool or not to look through someone's phone. And if you want to give like a longer opinion, if you check the episode description, there's a link that'll take you to an audio recording submission to where you can let us know from personal experience. Do you think it's okay to look through your partner's phone? And then next week will be the final story episode of season two. Don't worry, we're not going away for too long. We'll just be taking the holidays off. The last episode will be December 13th and then we'll be back on the third. So just two weeks, no biggie. I'll see you whenever you decide to tune in next.